After all, I'm just human. What does that mean on this episode of Inverse? Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hi everyone, my name is Justin Kim and you're watching Inverse and in the studio with me is Jonathan Sebastian and Callie and we are talking about biblical sexuality. It's a sensitive topic and we want to encourage you that if you have minors in your area to be mindful of the topic matter and to, to do whatever you got to do with them in the room. So we're going to talk about this topic is very important. Uh, we believe in the primacy of scripture and scripture talks about these principles of sexuality and if you have not uh, been with us in the past couple of weeks, we want to encourage you to go to hopetv.org slash inverse and catch up on previous episodes, but also go to inversebible.org and download our Bible study guides, not just on biblical sexuality, but on Daniel and all the other books of the Bible that we're planning to put up online. So let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 to 25. And before we do so, I'm going to ask Callie, can you pray for us? Absolutely. Father in heaven, we thank you for the gift that it is to be here right now and to study your word together. We don't come to this topic um, confident in ourselves, um, but we come confident in who you are, confident that you desire to teach us through your word, confident that you desire to give us your spirit. And so we pray that you'd fill us with your spirit now, um, guide us into all truth, just as you promised. And I pray that you'd guide our conversation, that it may be uplifting, that it may be beneficial, and that we all be drawn closer to you through the process. We ask and pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Now, we have been covering different uh, topics from episode to episode, but there seems to be five principles that emerge when it comes to biblical sexuality. One is the goodness of sexuality, the difference of sexuality, the sameness, the oneness, and the two-ness. You take these five principles and you, you kind of combine them, you get really good, good parameter, good, good, good vicinity of what the Bible is talking about and for that optimal premium sexual experience that God has designed. You take one of these principles out, then you get into some, some other form of sexuality that, that uh, at least in the, the New Testament, does often not, not condone. So today we're going to look at the principle of sameness in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 to 25. And Jonathan, can you read it for us? Sure. It says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused the deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. All right, Sebastian, share with us uh, the principle of sameness. How can we mind that? How can we mind that out of this passage here? Well, what we see is 
God is bringing animals to God, to to um to Adam, mm-hmm. and as he's bringing these animals to Adam, as Adam is looking at these animals and naming them, he notices that they each have a comparable partner, mm-hmm. right? So there's a monkey and there's a monkey wrist, there's a lion, there's a lioness, right? There's an ape. Did there's you say an, monkey, you know, monkey, monkey, monkey wrist, monkey wrist. You know, okay. I just he's made that up. Words. Okay, I, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I did I miss something? You did not miss rest, anything. Armrest? Arm arm you can add that to Webster's Dictionary. Okay. So each one had a That's corresponding partner. And the Bible says that Adam noticed there was no one comparable to him. Yes. So what we what we immediately see is that this marital relationship that is the very context for which physical intimacy is supposed to exist in the ideal of God mm-hmm. had nothing to do with the objects of creation, had nothing to do with the animals of creation. Mm-hmm. This was simply to be shared between two human beings, right? Mm-hmm. One through whom Adam looked at and said, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She experiences reality and life the same way that Adam does on a physical level, on a spiritual level, on an intellectual level, and on an emotional level. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about this concept of sameness, what we're saying is sexuality exists between two human beings. Mm -hmm. And that's the design that we see in God. And he purposely sees that naturally by naming the animals. That's your, your partner comparable to you but this is now mm-hmm. bone of my bone, flesh mm-hmm. of my flesh. Yeah, we'll look at the principle of differentness next week, and the mm-hmm. differentness being there's a maleness and a femaleness. Right. Here. And the principle of sameness, human and human. Mm-hmm. And although that might seem very, like, duh and intuitive, uh, we're entering into a world that that's not so common sense anymore. We mm-hmm. exist. And people <laughs> can feel, feel feel fulfilled with a animal companion, mm-hmm. or not even an animal, but maybe even an mechanical object. or an object or te- technological companion. Companion, yes. And yep. we're, it is, we are in the era of sexual exploration, they call it. Mm-hmm. And we got to co- go back to the original manual to see what God mm-hmm. has originally intended. Kelly. And even though we look at this text, we're kind of like, okay, maybe we're like reading into this too much. Mm. Like we're just bringing this, uh, this principle out. Mm. But, you know, verse 18, it's the only time in the creation account mm-hmm. that the Lord God sees something and says, it's not good. Yes. So this is before Genesis 3, right? Sin isn't here yet. So we can't even blame sin. It's just the Lord God sees there's something something incomplete that there isn't a helper comparable. Mm. And it's it's so important that God himself looks at creation and says, this this small thing is not good. Even though he is surrounded by the the garden of pleasure, he's surrounded by all these different animals, these fruits, these vegetables, whatever, mm-hmm. it's still not good because he needs someone, not just a helper, mm-hmm. not so, but a helper comparable to him. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a fundamental level, God, um, obviously God knows this, but he also helps Adam realize, yes. I mm-hmm. need someone, I, I, I was, I was created for companionship with someone who is like me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I have relationship with God. Yes, I have relationship with the animals, with nature, mm-hmm. connection. But there is something missing. And God makes sure that Adam realizes his need before mm-hmm. he gives him yes. uh, his, his partner. But on a fundamental level, um, Adam had to realize this and, and recognize that God always wanted him to mm-hmm. have someone else because God created us in his image and God is a social being. Mm-hmm. And so in the same it way, we, are, we were designed to, yeah. to connect uh, on a deeper level with, with creatures that are like us, mm-hmm. meaning humans. Yes, it's great to have a pet. You know, I have mm-hmm. a cat. I love my cat. But uh, <laughs> other people love their dogs, right, Kelly? But, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, you cannot compare, as you said, mm-hmm. you cannot compare that to the 
the connection that you can have with another human being. Mm -hmm. As he said, it's kind of like, obviously, mm -hmm. but it, God has put a lot of purpose and intention into to creation of humanity as a reflection so of the God. Let's explore that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of this is, is common sense, mm -hmm. but I surmise that this will not become so common sense as time continues That's to right. go on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, why, why, why is it so important to have a human-to-human -human interaction? Mm -hmm. What is it about the human being, the identity of the human being? What is it about the definition of human nature that 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 differentiates itself from animals? Mm -hmm. Right. Genesis one. Genesis one. Whose image are we created in? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Genesis one. <laughs> right yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask the, yes. Has a good question. Yes, yes, get a good yes. answer. Yes. Of just yeah, <laughs> Genesis one twenty six. One twenty six. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then God said, "Let us make man in our image. Not let us make all the creatures in our image. Let's make the monkeys. Let's make the giraffes. No, let us make man in our image according to our likeness, mm -hmm. and let them have dominion and so on." And then verse twenty seven. So God created man in His own image, mm -hmm. and the image of God He created him male and female he created them mm -hmm. so there is something different and you know sometimes different people like to break down the barriers they were literally just like the animals mm -hmm. we are just a different kind of animal that's it but in the Bible in the very first chapter God's like nope definitely not even the same thing at all mm -hmm. and you even have dominion over them mm -hmm. um, so I think when you when you get into that kind of mixing it's it literally mars the character, it mars the image of God mm -hmm. that he has created us to mimic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. know, to, to build off of this on the other side of the coin is that Adam not only existed with animals, right, but he also existed with the Almighty, mm -hmm. right? He had interaction with God. Yes. And yet God said there was a loneliness there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we can even look on the other side that people are like, yeah, just me and Jesus, right? Which we understand in terms of singleness, it is a gift mm -hmm. and it is something that you can be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. But in terms of God's ideal in creation, mm -hmm. he recognized that there, this is not gonna yield perfect happiness mm -hmm. according to my plan. Mm -hmm. And so even just having dialogue with Jesus and that relation with Jesus was insufficient mm -hmm. for what God's ideal was for Adam. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when you look at the the, the human to human interaction on the intellectual, emotional, and spiritual level that you cannot share. You may be able to connect with an angel on a spiritual level. Mm -hmm. You may be able to connect with an, an animal on a physical level, but, and even with God on, on a completely other level, but as a human being, mm -hmm we are able to connect on every single dimension yes. of who we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what God intended because that's the relationship he exists with in the Trinity relationship. Mm -hmm. That unity, they connect on every single level and yes. design of their existence. I was going to go somewhere else, but I want to, I want to, I'm going to probe that, that statement you just said. It's yeah. wonderful statement and every level. What are some of those levels, Sebastian? In every area, what are those areas? Because often we don't define what it means to be a human yeah. or we have a low estimate of what humanity really is. Yes. Like you say, oh, the dog and me, we're actually the same entity according to evolutionary biology. So mm -hmm. uh, if God doesn't exist and God doesn't, there's no overarching mm -hmm. uh, ethic about how how I should behave, what's so wrong with me and this canine, <laughs> right? And that is where society does go yeah. into some parts of, 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 Perversity. of the world. Perversity, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you, how do we, how, how, what are some of those areas? What are some of those levels? Well, let's, let's start off with the fact that when God created man in Genesis 2 earlier in the chapter, in verse 7, 
it says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being or yes. soul. Yes. So this automatically gives you that there's a physical dimension to being human, right? Mm -hmm. The body, the anatomy, the physiology. Yes. But then there's also a, a non-physical component, right? Which we may classify as the intellect, the emotion, and on a spiritual level. Yes. So when you combine all of those, you have a human being, Yes. right? And so you can imagine that Having a human being that doesn't have a spiritual dimension is going to impact that intimacy mm -hmm. and connection. Yes. And I saw this when I was in college and I was just um, on my way to giving my life to the Lord. I remember there was a young lady that I was interested in before I started studying the Bible. And then finally, when I surrendered through baptism and now I'm walking with the Lord, I met this girl again. In, on campus where I was baptized. And I was trying to invite her out to this evangelistic series. And throughout this experience, she says, I'm trying to invite her and she calls me on the phone and she says, Sebastian, does everything we talk about have to be about God? <laughs> and I was shocked. And I was literally like, you know what? This relationship can't continue. Mm. And so I terminated it because we couldn't connect on that level. Mm -hmm. Sebastian, hold that thought. When we come back after the break, we're going to continue our discussion on defining human nature. So stay with us. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Welcome back. We're in the middle of Sebastian's story where he terminated, or he didn't terminate, she terminated a relationship, or he terminated, well, let's look at what he said. What happened? <laughs> well, first of all, let's be clear. I terminated the relationship, okay? okay. okay. All right. Ah! All right, relax. So anyway, relax. I've relax. not been dumped, uh, <laughs> at least not no, at that point in my life. she was tired of this spiritual, spiritual focus of the relationship. it immediately became clear and sadly clear to me mm. that she and I were not able to connect on something that had now become central mm. to who I was. There was a part of my human nature and experience that had been activated mm. by the gospel. Mm. And now we weren't able to connect on that level. Mm. And so you realize that, yeah, could we have physical intimacy? Could we intellectually connect on business or whatever we were studying at the time, economics? Mm. Or could we have connected on an emotional level? But because of that removal of the spiritual, yeah. mm -hmm. this directly impacted God's mm -hmm. ideal for marital sexuality mm -hmm. and intimacy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's important because sometimes we compartmentalize yes. and we could say like, well, so what? Maybe Sebastian just wants to have an intellectual and sexual partner. Like, why does he have to share his spirituality? Mm. But it's because that's not like one third of who he is or one fifth mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, it's who he is completely. Mm -hmm. And it's not that mm -hmm. you were trying to talk to this person. You're like, oh, I want to like share Jesus all the time. I just, because I want to convert her. You're like, that's just a natural outflow of who I yes. am at this point. Exactly. So if she's getting that from you, it's clear you're not on the same wavelength anymore. Mm -hmm. And so when we compartmentalize, we can sometimes trick ourselves. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, when we're Christians, we're Christians completely. Yes. And, yes. and Callie, to your point, right? Imagine the reverse, right? What if we switched it and we said, you are not able to connect with a, a person on a physical level. Mm -hmm. We think you should go to therapy, mm -hmm. right? And say, why is it mm -hmm. that you guys can't be physically intimate? Or you're not able to connect on an emotional level. He doesn't understand my needs. He doesn't understand I need affection or attention. We'd say, you need to go to therapy and counseling. Mm -hmm. But so, spiritual, that's fine. Right, that's, that's that. irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And it yeah. just goes to show you the world's attitude towards God 
and his ideal and also what's being missing by that compartmentalization and just mm -hmm. saying, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's very interesting is like the Bible, although it reveals much about God mm -hmm. and how about God saves humanity, it is also a definitional revelation of who we are yeah. as 100%. human beings. Mm -hmm. yeah. That whoever God is, we are a reflection of Him, so yeah. we discover more about who we are and whether, whether we have an intellectual side or not, whether we have a spiritual side or not, who we are as a physical person. That's right. And in a relationship, if we just access, you know, as you said, I love that, one-third or two-thirds, <laughs> yeah. in a sense, we're just you using that person for their intelligence or their physical or their whatever yep. rather than accepting them accepting them accepting them for their for their entirety. You're, you're yeah. essentially objectifying them, yes, which is yes, exactly yes. what this principle is trying to address. Yes. You can't have that intimacy with a physical object or a screen yes. or a doll, a mannequin doll that looks like the perfect woman that you want and say, well, at the re the reality is whatever that guy is doing with that doll is the same thing that he's doing with a human being if he doesn't embrace the full part of who that person mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. It's just an objectification. Yes, yes, yes. Jonathan. Yeah, no, I really like what I've been listening. I've been really <laughs> blessed about it. What you said, Kelly, about the compartmentalizing, we do that all the time, yes. you know, yeah. subconsciously, consciously, whatever it is. Mm. Uh, but it is so true that every aspect, everything that makes us human, is connected to everything else. We are, that's what we are. We are not just, you know, little particles that put together. We, we are what we are, the whole thing together. And another aspect that makes us human is uh, the purpose that God has for us. If we can go to Isaiah real quick, Isaiah 43. Mm -hmm. um, Isaiah 43. 43 and here verse 7. 43 verse 7. It says here, here God is speaking, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him, yes, I have made him. Mm -hmm. God is here saying that the purpose that I have created humanity for is to glorify me. What does that mean? That means to, he wants humanity to reveal uh, and, and reciprocate the love that God has the, the love that God is, really. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, there is a purpose uh, that comes with being human, and that is to glorify God, to reveal who God is to others. And in the context of relationships, we see that only in, in when, when uh, a man, a human man and a human female are in, in, in the marriage you know, covenant, mm -hmm. um, and of course with Christ-centered uh, relationship, they are able to, to reveal God uh, in, 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 in that re relationship. So we are glorifying God, kind of what we talked about in a previous lesson about the flame of Yahweh. We talked about God's, God's glory, God's mm -hmm. presence, God's character being revealed mm -hmm. through relationships. So God has a purpose for humanity. He has a purpose for um, uh, couples um, to reveal who He is. Mm -hmm. And that can only happen between two human beings, between mm -hmm. a man and a woman. And that will not happen if, you know, with your relationship with your pet or with your relationship with your, you know, artificial intelligence on your phone. Yeah. It's not, you know, not going to yeah. be the same. To be fair to your point, Jonathan, mm -hmm. I remember reading a story about a man who discovered that his daughter had been engaging in explicit sexual content and it was the first time that they were having a conversation about it mm -hmm. and his words came through his tears and mm -hmm. he said, you know, you are the most beautiful thing in my life and the idea that you could be subject to something like this broke his heart. Wow. Mm. And it just goes to show you that some of the sexual expressions that exist in society, what that does to the heart of God mm. because of the beauty, like I created you for my glory. Yes. And so when you compartmentalize and say, we want physical intimacy with no emotional connection, right? right you're literally breaking his heart like that father is just a glimmer of that mm -hmm. to say, 
you are the most beautiful thing in my life, right? That's the most beautiful thing I've ever created. Mm -hmm. The crown of my glory on earth in creation. Mm -hmm. And for you to allow yourself to go through this sort of degrading experience is just baffling, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. to God. And, and, and that's where I think the, the, the purpose of God yes. informing our sexuality and intimacy is so critical. And, and that's why I feel like this principle, while it may seem simple, br brings the most profound commentary mm -hmm. on society as it exists right now. Mm -hmm. I, I wanna go to maybe something quite obvious, uh, but but probably uh, for me, pretty pretty profound. Uh, especially, uh, Jonathan mentioned Isaiah 43.7, we are created for God's glory, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can go to Psalm chapter eight, mm. Psalms chapter eight, verse three, three, Chapter 8, verse 3, the Bible says, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all the sheep and oxen, and the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. O oh Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. It is, it's very interesting that, that human beings were made a little lower than the angels. Mm -hmm. And too often we say, well, I'm only human. We, we use that. <laughs> and the connotation is, well, uh, we're very low. You shouldn't expect mm -hmm. so you much. Shouldn't expect so much. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, we can only do so much. Mm. But the reality is God actually made us very high. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it is so much to the fact that we can do something that the angels cannot. Angels cannot reproduce. They were right. not given the ability for, for sexual intimacy, at least that we know of from current revelation. Who knows? Right. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but they, let's not speculate. But they're not, in, 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 revelation, uh, in Genesis 1, Everything else in the universe, not everything, everything on earth in the world is reproducing. Grass, right. more grass, bugs, more bugs, cows, more cows, <laughs> mushrooms, more mushrooms. Angels ain't making more angels, right? Mm -hmm. But human beings have been given that uh, capacity that God has. Yes. Right. And so human to human interaction is just for procre a simple procreation. And as, as cold as that sounds, mm -hmm. uh, we did talk about that sexuality uh, is, includes pleasure, and that's, mm -hmm. that's a beautiful gift that God has given, right. but it's also to procreate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One cannot, with a human and a machine, cannot procreate more, no. you know, more cyborgs. Cyborgs. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to that. Uh, human and animal, obviously not, right? right? And so we see here, with that, with children, with the ability to create more children, is also God's glory being revealed. Mm -hmm. yep. When you look at God's glory and you do a word study, it's, it's really God's character. How do you see love? How do you see long-suffering, patience, sacrifice? These are all abstracts that you really can't see. Mm -hmm. You ask someone to draw a picture on it, you can't. You, we have a hard time even illustrating our Bible study guides. By the way, <laughs> you want to go to inversebible.org and download the Bible study guides. Anyway, we have a hard time illustrating this. Shame yes, me. but we illustrate it. It's illustrated through people, yes. through relationships, through mm -hmm. the family, mm -hmm. through children, through parents, through children, da, 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 da. And that's just one reason why uh, you see the whole aspect about the human individual, but also for procreation reveal, reveals God's glory. Yes. And, and consider the fact that as my kids age, I begin to appreciate the, the journey that I had mm. watching them become independent, autonomous beings as mm. well. Mm. So there, and, and to know that my wife and I share that. And that's something that 
makes us smile to look at our kids at a very young age and think, wow, they used to be that small. And now they're, you know, making their bed and having their devotion. And the crazy thing is my oldest daughter came into my room uh, this week and she said, you know, Papa had a question about this in the Bible. And it was like a random text in Leviticus. And it was talking about how a woman needs to be separated and cleansed, whatever. And she was saying how it made her feel that because she had to separate longer, if she had a female child, that she as a female child was more unclean than a male child. Oh, wow. And she's like, I just don't understand. Mm -hmm. And she's eight, right? And so I'm like, okay, 6.30 in the morning, <laughs> let me try to break this down for my daughter. And by the end of it, she's like smiling. She's like, okay, Papa, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I totally understand it now, I see it. And she's walking away and going to pray. And I overheard her, right, praying and, and thanking God that she had a Papa who could help her understand the Bible oh. better, mm. right? And I'm thinking to myself like, <laughs> Wow, like, and when I shared that with my wife, like there's just that bonding connection, right? That we are two humans who produced another human mm -hmm. who was able to grow and be an agent in the world. Wow. And somehow bring glory to God. <laughs> that's mm. Beautiful. So, so to me, that's where if you violate that, like you can't have that experience with a screen. You can't have that experience with an object, mm -hmm. right? You can only have that experience with another person, mm -hmm. especially in Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I like about uh, the human to human interaction that we see in Genesis one, is that we see the Godhead in Genesis one, chapter, uh, chapter one, verse 26. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God says, let us make man in our image. Yes. yes. We see the Godhead is God the Father, God the Son, yes. God the Spirit. Yeah. Three equals. Mm -hmm. And these three persons are love epitomized. Yeah. And as much love as there is with God and humanity, they're not equals. We are not on equal ground no. with God. That's Although right. some human, human beings may think they are, right? But <laughs> or above. Uh, and yeah. so we have a human to hu with human relationship mm -hmm. that God allows that equality to yep. exist. Yep. Obviously, there are abuses that happen in that equality that we'll yep. talk about next week in next week's episode. But equal to equal interaction mm -hmm. is a prerequisite for sexual intimacy. Yes. Mm. Uh, a prof prof profound thought. And that's, and that's why like being in the image of God as, as human, as we read the verse earlier, mm -hmm. That is just when you really let it sink in, it's profound and it, it will it will elevate the standing of marriage in your mind. If you yeah. if you're struggling with your marriage, think of what God had had in had in mind for you. That is a reflection of who He is, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You can experience a, a glimpse of that in marriage. Mm -hmm. And how profound is marriage really when you think about Amen. it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rather than being a a, a constrictive element, yes. mm -hmm. this is a very protective element. So we want to encourage you to go to inversebible.com and really download these Bible study guides and understand these principles of biblical sexuality. This is not casting judgment on the other, other the worlds out there and whatnot, but this is really looking at what has God intended and designed for human happiness and for optimal sexual experience. Hopefully this discussion has been a blessing to you. We wanna encourage you to continue the conversation on social media through our social media handle of Inverse Bible and let us know what you think. Let us know of your questions and comments and share this episode and previous episodes and future episodes with everyone that you may know. Uh, join us next week as we continue our discussion on biblical sexuality, especially as we look at the principle of differentness of maleness and femaleness and the genders here on Inverse. God bless you guys. 
You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.